It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Sup? And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's begin. Let's do it. We're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting after it. Getting after Welcome to episode 21 of our, I don't know, Thriller Chiller. Thriller Diller. Phyllis Diller. Our Phyllis Diller episodes. No, shit. We're not going to talk about Phyllis Diller. God, no. God, no, no. No, no, no. All right. What's been going on, bud? Unemployment, man. Uh, That's what's been going on. (laughs) Frankie is unemployed. Man, I am so sorry to hear that. I really am. Uh, Not from Golden Mojo. No, no, because we don't get paid here. I don't get paid here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think the kind of dirty, dirty made you work the whole day and then told you you were done. But, uh, uh, you know, it is... Your neck, corporate America. Your neck. (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) God, don't say that. He's he's got to pay his phone bill. (laughs) I say that laughingly. No, No, they they won't let him go. They need they need him. He's uh, he's he's got some importance up there. Yeah, that's for sure. Yes, he does. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm. Uh, anything else exciting besides that? What have you been doing with your time away from? Uh, I'm still delivering pizza, so I'm kind of somewhat employed. But, oh, sh- you know, did they find some work for you? Because I know the last time we actually talked about it, they uh, they just never called you. This has been a few episodes ago. Oh, the the I, pizza place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm working a few times a week at least. Nice. You know, you know, but. I mean, it's still not going to pay the bill. But, no, you know, no, no, but no. But, you know, it's something. Yeah. A little something. Uh-huh. Know. Running to. Yeah, you know, trying to, you know, did an interview today. and Nice. For for a hospital. So <laughs> me and Jeremy can both work in hospitals, and we'd be called the doctors of the 80s. That's right. Dr. <laughs> 80s. <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> but he, it's, it is I, Dr. 80. <laughs> Along with Nurse Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> Nurse Vegas. <laughs> Listen, people, when you go to see Nurse Vegas, remember one very important thing. They don't take temperatures rectally anymore. <laughs> don't let him tell you that that's the only place that you can take a temperature. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. It's a good thing uh, in the last episode, Frankie left early because he had to pee. So it's a good yes. thing that he doesn't have Very to pee right badly. now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew if Jeremy would have made me laugh, I'd have had a real situation. It, yeah, he'd have been cleaning that chair he's setting in. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it's been uh, it's uh, it's been an interesting couple weeks and. Uh, We've been staying busy here at Golden Mojo. Got a lot of stuff going on. Still, uh, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have a baby golden. I don't know uh, for sure when that's going to happen, but as of right now, still no baby golden. 
Um, what yet. else has been going on? I, I don't know. Getting ready to close down your campsite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting into, no. uh, of course, once again, by the time this airs, it'll be it'll be long over. But, uh, man, what a, it's a sad, sad day when you have to close it up and call call it for for more than one reason man i love being out there you know there's always a lot of fun activities going on all the time and and uh, you know it's kind of like our getaway but also uh you know we have a lot of friends out there and shit so you know you, you have to wait a whole season to see them again but on the flip side is is that uh, you know now i'll be home on the weekends and and can focus on uh on working on more of the golden mojo stuff. And I mean, it's just a little hard to work out there with everything going on. And, but yeah, but it's a good thing that I'm going to miss it because that means I like it. Yeah. So, and when does it open back up? Um, usually, uh, like the, the official opening is like mother's day weekend. Okay. Uh, but they, depending on the weather, cause they'll turn the water on if the, because that's what it's all about. They shut the water off because yeah. they, the the lines are so they're not buried very deep, yeah. so they will freeze up if you got you know if you got water running through it. But um, so they shut all that out and they drain all those lines inside the park, and you know they just run antifreeze through them or whatever they do with them. I think maybe they just blow them out. I don't know. But uh, then if the weather is going to be decent, if they look and the forecast is going to be, you know, stay above freezing for you know, more than, a, you know, a couple of days. If it's just like a couple of days where it's going to be warm, they won't turn it back on. Oh, yeah. But um, if it's going to be consistently warm, then they'll turn it back on a little bit early. But it's usually, what, Mother's Day is what, about mid-May? Mid-April, I mean? Yeah. Or is it May? I am May. Because Father's Day is in June, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yes. you're right. So it's usually, May, yeah. it's usually the, right around the 1st of May. I, I can't remember a time when they opened up in April or whatever, but it's usually right yeah, Maybe there. you'll get lucky this year. You never know. You never know what this, uh, but we're, we've already gotten super cold and <laughs> it, isn't it fucked up? Yeah. Because it, it's like now the days are like in the fifties and we're like fucking wearing coats and shit yeah, freezing. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's Frankie's taking mm-hmm. his coat off right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i got warm but you know now we're in the 50s and we're like freezing you know but in the spring when it hits 50 we're like fuck let's throw some shorts on and get the pool ready oh yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, it's weird how that works it's crazy it's it's so weird but uh yeah so we're looking forward to that you know but i got the got the uh winter to work on some things that i want to really focus on and you know, Frankie over here is working hard on Golden Eighty stuff, trying to get some things happening. Uh, you know, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of his cheerleader right now. He's doing yeah. a fine job, um, trying to pick up the slack a little bit. But uh, you know, we got a lot of big things coming up for United States Paranormal. You know, that's kind of our that's kind of our leading flagship yeah, right that's now. The mothership. <laughs> it's the mothership. It's the command center. <laughs> Uh, you know, Tusop's doing really well. And if you listen to Tusop and if you come over to Golden Ladies because of Tusop, we appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying Golden Ladies because we're fucking enjoying doing it. Yes. It's a lot of fun to, to reminisce about a lot of this stuff. And we've gotten emails from people who uh, were Tusop listeners and now listen to Golden Ladies. And, and uh, we appreciate that. 
So tell all your friends. Post it. Uh, share all of our shit on Facebook. Look us up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And email us at thegoldenimage80s at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Yeah. We please. love emails. Loved emails. Love emails. Uh, we don't have any new emails this week. No. We do not. <laughs> we covered them all last week. Yeah. Um, what was I going to, I was going to, as we reach towards the ends of October here, yeah. you're prepping for Halloween, should be about uh, about a week, or a few days away. Yeah, I don't, I haven't done anything, honestly, for Halloween. Nothing at all? Nothing. You know what I love about this time of year? What's that? Is now you can uh, dig graves in your front yard and people just think it's decoration. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that works. It does. It works well. You can bury that body right in your front yard. Everybody thinks it's just part of the the decor. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really do much decorations. I haven't done much decorations in a lot of years. So mm. the problem with putting decorations up is you have to take the fuckers back well, down. Yeah. And yeah, that's... Christmas decorations were always a big thing here when we first moved in. Yeah, yeah. We did all kinds of shit, man. If I fucking had a runway down the driveway, mm-hmm. you know, fucking lights everywhere. And then in the middle of January in the freezing fucking cold, you're out there trying to take them all down. And, or you would, when you went to put them up, if it was a cold day, you're out there with these string of fucking lights <laughs> trying to figure out which fucking one doesn't work so that you can, you know, use that strand and not go buy more. I don't, it's, I just not mess with it this year again. Yeah. So, yeah, I've always, I've always liked the idea of doing that, but I'm just too lazy. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I'm just, <laughs> I got too much work. <laughs> it's just too much work. I'll put the tree up. That's, <laughs> I don't even do that. I, uh, I bring it in from the, from the garage and I give it to Bobby. I said, here you go. And she puts it up. So, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I got my whole little collage of Patrick Mahomes throwing passes to Travis Kelsey, and you know, I got I got, the, I got some cold, t- cold I, stuff on. I, I'm looking at your shirt right now. Uh, that's a pretty great shirt. If it just the, the background's a little funky, like yeah. you know, it's got that horseshoe on it. But uh, hey, you got hey, Freddie, hey. Jason, and Michael on there. Yes, what's one of my the, favorite shirt? What's the top one? The top, the that's holding on to the horseshoe or whatever. Well, your hand's over it right now. That is, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I get, I, oh, it's bats, and that's the moon. Oh, it's the moon, bats. okay. It yeah. looks like some sort of like little girl up there holding on to the side of that thing. But yeah, it might be one of the little girls they're chasing. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, you got the three badasses right there. Mm-hmm. Freddie, Jason, and Michael. And then there's the Colts logo. They're not so badass this year. Uh, what's going on down there in Indianapolis? Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised. I didn't expect them to be doing quite as good as they're doing. I mean, there's a lot of room for improvement, but uh, quarterback can't can't not get hurt. <laughs> but I guess what you get when you get a young running quarterback, mm-hmm. you know. Well, we've talked about that before, you know, mm-hmm. these young guys that come out and like to move around and make things happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I saw, I mean, obviously now it's a few weeks ago, but uh, where he took a hit and messed up his shoulder or whatever. Yeah, so he's on IR now. But Gardner Minshew, he, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback, and he's done very well. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. Yeah, so I'm not too 
too broken up right now about it. It ain't like we're going to some nobody nobody's ever heard of, you know. Uh-huh. So true that, true that. Yeah. I can think of a few backups you guys have had that have been nobodies, and uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those damn Colts—they seem to have the Kansas City Chiefs' uh, number. It seems like every time we play them, we get beat by them. I'll never figure yeah. that one out. I think it's more like this last time, last season, it was the Chief beat the Chiefs. The Colts didn't beat the Chiefs. (laughs) And that's coming from a Colts fan. That does happen a lot when the Chiefs beat the Chiefs. Uh, Yeah, they start to look over these teams that are not doing well. Like, oh, we'll just take care of business and move on. And they start thinking about ahead. Or a defensive lineman deciding to run a trap when he shouldn't and... (laughs) <laughs> that does happen too. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Um, anyway, what do you got for me? For the question of the pod, 80s, 80s edition. edition. What do I have? I I don't know. What do you I have? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have anything <laughs> off the top of my head. I forgot to think of a second one. Oh, uh, my goodness. Oh, 80s question, Halloween-themed. Okay. he's Oh, shit, come out of nowhere. All right. Other than what we're going to talk about tonight, Okay. what is your favorite 80s horror film? Um. Okay, listen, let me... Uh, um, I'm pretty sure it was 1986... Let me let me do a quick Google on this because I have to I have to uh, I have to look just to make sure. Yes, nineteen eighty six horror movie starring Mark Price, Gene Simmons, and Tony Fields. It is trick or treat. Absolutely, you <laughs> took my answer again. <laughs> it is one of my all-time favorites and the fucking soundtrack that goes with it by Fastway unfucking believable. I used to have it. I you probably still I, do. I, I, I still do somewhere. It's on cassette, I do. I don't think I ever did or get around to picking it up in uh on CD or whatever, but yeah. what a great fucking movie, man. If it, it, it this is the Now, of course, there's a there's a like a 2007 Trick or Treat. It's a totally different oh, it has yeah, nothing that, to do with yeah. this one. But, Some um, little guy with a bag. I don't. Yeah, know. with a pumpkin head or yeah, something like something that. Like that yeah. Logan is a big fan of that one, and I uh, mean, it was an all right movie. I kind of just I watched it because of Logan, because <laughs> uh, he was talking about it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, that's all right. But <laughs> I I never did watch it, but uh, the original two thousand or the nineteen eighty six version of Trick or Treat, absolutely my favorite. Oh yeah. That that was going to be my answer. As a matter of fact, Ozzy Osbourne was in that. Uh, yeah, you know who we talked about him yeah. last week. Yeah, he was in this movie yes, as a preacher. Was. As a preacher, I did hear that his lines in that were all. Uh, they had a script for him, but he just went off script and just said whatever the fuck he wanted to say. And they just said, "That's some good shit. Leave it in there." Ozzy <laughs> wouldn't do that. Never. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> I gotta get my Ozzy. Yeah, that in movie. Camp. That movie was great, and I was. When it first came out and I seen Skippy from Family Ties, I, know, right? I was like, what? <laughs> Skippy? <laughs> Skippy's a metalhead? <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> I did, I did uh, they, they talked about that in something I was watching the other day. 
um, that he was looking for a role to break away from that uh, yeah. family ties. Oh, he did Skippy. it. Yeah. Yeah. He totally got <laughs> away from that thing. But so, yeah, go check it out. Sammy Kerr, Fast Way, uh, Gene Simmons. Uh, they actually said that Gene Simmons, was. they actually offered him the Sammy Kerr role. And he didn't want to do it because, uh, uh, well, being busy, plus, you know, he just didn't feel that uh, that was the metal wasn't really the yeah that didn't personify what he how he was so or something to that effect but you're the laughing guy who portrayed a, a demon yeah go figure <laughs> didn't want to play the demon didn't want to play the yeah <laughs> but yeah what a great movie oh i love that fucking movie they don't have another one though you, any oh if one? i'm gonna have to pick another one it would be child play you were a big little chucky fan oh yeah i love chucky man I thought I, that, I want a good guy doll, man. <laughs> I keep wanting to buy one. My wife will not let me. <laughs> I saw a thing the other day that had uh, that it was like in a store, and it was the packaging for the for the Chucky doll or uh-huh. what is it? What is it called? The, what the good it? guy doll. The good guy doll, and it was empty. <laughs> and they were like, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood it. I didn't understand it. It's a fucking doll. I mean, you can't you can't like just beat the shit out of a doll. Um, apparently not. I mean, <laughs> that's what I thought. You kicked the son of a bitch in the head. Yeah, I mean, you fucking rip his head off. It's fucking. There's nothing. I mean, it's not. You know, he's possessed. He's it's the head's probably still not going to the body. Are probably still trying to yeah. rip his fucking arm off. Yeah. Eat, eat. Pick, pick him up. Throw him in a damn fire. You know. <laughs> 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 you know shit <laughs> yeah I, I i did see the original i didn't watch any of the 17 other ones that came out but uh, I, I did watch the original i obviously, think i probably have seen them all i mean there's some there's some great movies out there but uh um i can't think of what else would be in the 80s to be 100 percent honest but um besides what we're going to talk about today yeah I wasn't uh, uh, I wasn't really big on horror movies growing yeah. up. Hellraiser movie for eighties, you know. Right on. Gremlins. I mean, they. Can oh stuff. well, you know, I did enjoy Gremlins. I mean, I mean I, I've never seen it. Um, you, you've never seen Gremlins. It never, never appealed to me. Right on. I've heard it's very good, and one day I will sit down and watch it. <laughs> If I don't die first, but, maybe you know. if you're unemployed and just you know not yeah. do anything, like <laughs> well, I can't just sit around. My wife won't have that. <laughs> but, but I just need two hours to watch Gremlins, baby. You can watch it with me. <laughs> Listen, uh, there's two things about Gremlins which I you know which I will totally take shit over. I'm one hundred hundred percent. It's the Golden Image Eighties at Gmail dot com. Uh, I never really thought of Gremlins as a horror movie. I know it's I know it's labeled as a horror movie, and I'm okay with that. I'm not yeah. arguing it. But watching it, I was like, I never really got this as a horror movie. Uh, you know what? There wasn't a lot. Of, there wasn't any jump scares. There wasn't anything. You know, back then they didn't really portray this whole. You didn't get a lot of like blood and shit like that. You know, which I would think would be a horror movie. But I yeah. mean, it, I, I I get it. It's labeled as a horror movie, and I'm okay with that. And I never will ever really know that i really thought of it i mean i guess i did if you i don't know i'm gonna leave that alone mm-hmm. is it a christmas movie is it not a christmas movie you know it's up in the air it's all on it's all about interpretation it is and that and your interpretation is not wrong 
from anybody else. Yeah. I mean, it's just all a matter of what you think, you know. I'm I'm sure that I will hear about it, though, 100%. Uh, <laughs> you know, the call guy, they can believe what they want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> did they believe it was a, a Christmas movie? I was thinking one did, one didn't. I, I may be wrong. Please let us know. Yeah, TheGoldenImage80s at gmail.com. Um I don't remember what my, I don't even remember what my stance on it was now. I'm like I'm I'm on the fence right at the moment because you know the the Mogwai was a Christmas present. Yeah. And it was based at Christmas time. But other than that I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's when you start going into the whole you die hard a Christmas movie. I don't have to go into that. Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. You know, the nightmare before Christmas, Halloween. It's a Halloween movie. It's a know. Halloween movie. You know, it, it's all in... interpretation, you know. I mean <laughs> That'll get some emails. That'll get some fucking shit talk right there. Yeah. Now we'll uh, battle over the uh, nightmare before Christmas for a long, long time oh, as I'm far sure. as uh as far as what uh, we all think about that. I don't know that I care enough to really spend a whole ton of time arguing with anybody about it because it yeah. doesn't really matter if yeah. you want it to be a christmas movie then let it be a christmas movie i'm okay with that but I to agree. me it's more of a halloween style movie so you watch it at halloween that's what i that's where my brain would go with it but you know i'll tell you what let's compromise let's compromise watch it at thanksgiving there you go it's a holiday film it's a holiday movie <laughs> <laughs> Well, Frankie, are you ready to get into what we're going to talk about today? Um, yes. I'm excited to see uh, get your thought process oh, on yeah. this uh, on, on, the, on today. All right, ready? <laughs> Born. Nope, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> this 1984 supernatural slasher film written and directed by Wes Craven takes us to a sleepy little town with a dark, dark secret. Starring Heather Langenkamp, John Saxton, Robert England, and Johnny Depp? Who? Johnny Depp? <laughs> um we are introduced to the greatest villain in cinematic history. Today, we are talking about the first installment of A Nightmare on Elm Street. One, two, Freddy coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. So... <laughs> If you've seen the movie, you know that the all the little girls in all of the movies are always singing that song, mm -hmm. which I which you know is just eerie in itself. Oh yeah. We did if anybody's ever listened to the Guilt Four album, we did a song called Boogeyman. And we actually got the kids together and we actually recorded them doing uh something similar, except it was like Boogeyman, Boogeyman's coming for you. <laughs> That's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Check that out. Guilt Four. You can find them on Spotify, Apple. We're streaming wherever. Just go check out Guilt Four. That's G I L T, the number four. The album is called Cinetap Row. Go check out the song called Boogeyman. I'm going to do that. 
How is that for a plug <laughs> on a go. on a fucking fourteen year old album? <laughs> yeah. You still making money off that? I am. All right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> pennies. It, I mean, it's pennies, people. It ain't more. It ain't. Uh, it ain't making a ton of okay, money. Okay, go give it a listen. Yeah, everybody, go listen to it, and he'll make a little, couple I'll dollars. Make, I'll make two more pennies. <laughs> Streaming is weird that way, man. It's uh, it's hard to. It's it doesn't make a lot of money unless you're a Ed Sharon type streamer. Oh yeah. So. Anyway, we are talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, So I want to start off. I, I, you know, when I wrote this intro, yeah, I was like, I wrote it in a a sleepy little town, and I'm like, wait a second, is it a sleepy little town? Oh, not in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's a very busy town with a lot of fucking death and shit going on, but. Uh, do you know, without, without looking at your notes, Okay. <laughs> do you know where this, this, where this movie is supposed to take, it's a flick, it's a fictional town. Isn't it like Springfield or bring something or. Man, you're good. Did they tell that? Did they tell that in the movie or did you see that somewhere? I, well, I think it was in the movie or I've seen, I mean, I've seen, I mean, I've seen that movie so many times. Right. I mean. I couldn't remember, so I, I went looking for it. I did some searching on it. It's actually Springwood, Ohio. Springwood, yeah. Ohio. Ohio. And they, the way from what I understand is, is like a lot of these uh, horror movies from the 80s were based out of Ohio. Did you notice that? No, I guess I didn't. Didn't I, really think about it, did you? You have to look a little bit deeper. Well, Halloween and, over in Illinois. That was in Illinois. Yeah, I'm trying to think of I, I'm trying to think of which ones I read that said they were in based out of uh, Ohio, you know, fictional towns yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. most everything was fucking shot in L.A., which well, is fucking hilarious to me. But you know, there's a laundry list of of uh, uh, where this movie was shot and all that shit. It, it I, we'll, might mm-hmm. if we make it down that far, we'll uh, we'll talk about it. But all right, so 1984. Supernatural slasher film, Nightmare on Elm Street, finds us in a house, 1428 Elm Street, where our main character, Nancy, is living, and she's having some bad, bad dreams. Well, it starts out with uh, her friend Tina having a nightmare. True, true. You know, that's where it starts, and then I think he... The following morning, after she had this real bad dream, she's talking to Nancy, who uh-huh. who's our star, um, and finds out that she's having the same dreams, and their boyfriends are having the same dreams, and it. I mean, the first. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how we want to go into this. Um, Just go, man. It's never wrong. Yeah. It, they're all the girls are having a sleepover that night over at uh, was it Tina? I can't remember if it was Tina or Nancy's house, one of their houses. But they're having they're the girls are sleeping over. The the guys end up showing up. Uh-huh. They, um, so Tina and her boyfriend they go off to bed and you know do what teenage uh, couple do. They have <laughs> sexual relations in this movie. I think so. <gasps> Yeah, because, I mean, it was really fictional because a teenager didn't do that. No, never. never. But anyhow, <laughs> well, you know, Tina goes into having a 
another dream and well wakes up her boyfriend and um which is uh nick that's her, boy, her boyfriend's name nick i think he um like trying to wake like what the hell you know he's freaking out mm-hmm. you know and you know she going up the walls and you know because in the dream freddie got her his little hand of blades there that are he got made as a glove with blades on it i'm trying to remember what the leather glove with blades on it i thought there was a name for it but yeah it's a it's a little sharpie knife hand and he got you know he got it in her stomach and he's dragging her around but you know all that her boyfriend sees is her getting up on the walls right. and going around the room blood everywhere and Ends with her dropping off the ceiling onto a puddle of blood and splashing all over him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, obviously, you know, Nancy and um, Glenn are trying to get in the room because they hear all the screaming and they can't get in. And by the time they were able to get in, she's gone. Obviously, everybody thinks, you know, Nick, you know. Rod. Rod, Rod, I'm sorry. It's all right. Why was I saying Nick? Is that Oh, that's his name. That's, that's his, his real name. name? That's his real name, Nick Corey. Nick Corey. Or what he was, well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> we'll ask what he was called during that time. Um, Did he change his name later on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. <laughs> yeah, he did. But yeah, he, um, Glenn, uh, God damn it. I'm sorry. Rod. Rod. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And they're like, they're just kind of like freaking out. So he takes off running for the cops get there. Right. Um, uh, go ahead. You go ahead. You jump in anytime. <laughs> I, I've like got myself all backwards. He's got himself flustered here. He's all, he's all excited. So yeah. basically what it boils out to is that Rod gets on the run. They, they don't know what happened. Uh, you know, Tina's a, a mess, and uh, Nancy's dad, who is the uh, uh, a policeman, shows up. And, of course, you know, all entails. Everybody wants to look for him. They find him. Uh, he had actually came to Nancy to try to explain what had happened. Yeah. And I think they got him outside of her house. They take him into jail. Nancy falls asleep that night and has a dream of uh, this uh, disfigured character, you know, sneaking into the jail and killing him in the jail yeah. which actually happens and uh, they made it uh, Freddie made it look like a fucking hanging, uh, hanging like yeah. a suicide so yeah. so now two of her you know two of her friends are now dead of course you know the the synopsis is is that you know she starts to figure out what's going on and that it's a dream uh i think she pulls his uh hat uh, in one of her dreams, she had r- grabbed his hat off yeah. of uh, his head and is holding it when she wakes up. And then she's starting to realize that this is what's uh, what's going on. And, of course, the hat reads Freddy Krueger. And that's how yeah. we find out that it's, you know, that it's Freddy Krueger. Um, there was something else. Uh, I think she fell asleep in class at one point. Oh, yeah. And then she realizes that she's able to bring herself out of this dream by burning her arm on one of the hot pipes in the yeah. in the boiler because a lot of her dreams are in the boiler room yeah so she figures that out um 
And then uh, uh, is it at that point that her mom, when she can confides in her mom about this, that her mom actually tells her what they've done? Yeah, she goes down to the down to their basement at their home, and she got the glo- Freddie glove all right. wrapped up and put into a, like an old furnace or something right. like that. Pulls it out and says, "I killed him. He's not here anymore. Mommy right. took care of it, you know." And you know, basically, she called bullshit because she knows what's trying to she right. knows what's going on. She, she's Nancy's figured it out. She's yeah. figured out that you know he's come back to to seek revenge on the children of the parents who uh, who killed him. Yeah. Um, side note is that you know. The parents went after Fred Krueger because he had killed, what, 20 children. Yeah, he was a pedophile. Well, hold that. That's where I'm going with this because in the later movies, they really make him out as a pedophile and and as as a child molester. In the original Nightmare, they make him out as just a murderer, a child murderer. Um I know that you're probably thinking, well, that's kind of strange. And it is a little strange to just like, oh, well, I just kill kids for fun. You know, obviously, you know, there's that that, that cloud that kind of hangs over it. Uh, Wes did not want to make him a child molester in this movie because there was a lot of, uh, at that time when he was writing the script, there was a lot of... uh, tales of molestation going oh yeah on. that's right you're right and he yeah, didn't want that. to put that into this movie yes. and then make it a big fucking thing so he just made it as a child murderer mm-hmm. it wasn't until the later movies um you know and i think logan's talked about this in the past that you know in some of the some of the chiller pillars or whatever that we've done that uh you know they made him out to be a really sick pedophile but west did a lot of um you know, research when he was writing it, and there's a lot of really great uh, information uh, about why he did what he did. Uh, yeah. um, he actually the he got uh, the the name Fred Krueger actually came from a bully yeah. when he was a, when he was in elementary school that bullied him. Yes, and that's why he decided to call this guy Freddy Krueger. Yeah, um, and it has a lot to do with uh, some old man. That uh, was walking down the street when he was a young kid that just like was staring at him. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of that whole, um, you know. Uh, Getting the, a kick out of scaring kids. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah, it's it's crazy to, it was to do the deep yeah. dive on some of that stuff and oh, yeah. why Wes watch, wrote it. Uh, go out there and watch the documentary Never Sleep Again. Uh-huh. It's about Nightmare on Elm Street. It's really good. A lot of the former actors, you know. Director, producers, set people, all talk. It's really very informative, very entertaining. Did they talk about any of the weird things happened on set while they were while they were filming it? Just out of curiosity, because sometimes you hear about these horror movies and then like all this weird shit goes on while they're making these films, but nothing on this one. I don't. Rem- I can't remember them saying it. I mean, they may have, but I don't remember. Right on. Um. Yeah, so uh, if you don't know, Wes, uh, Wes pushed this. He went to uh, Paramount. He went to, uh, oh, shit, I can't think of the other one that he went to. But Disney was actually interested in it. Um, 
Hold on, I'm, I got yeah, sidetracked. Yeah, they, they, um, oh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. Disney was interested in it, but they wanted to tame it down. I mean, they wanted, I mean, it was really weird. And Yeah, they and wanted to like, make no. it family friendly. Yeah. I mean, who makes, who makes this movie? They wanted to make pretty, uh, Disney princess, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but actually, uh, Wow, is it's? I mean, I'm, I'm, am I going to get this right? New Line Cinema is the one yes. to put it out, right? Yeah. And New Line Cinema was only known for their distribution. This was their first go at making a film because they were just doing a lot of distribution. Yeah, they were about to go out of business. Yeah, this was a this was a big thing where um, they actually didn't have enough money to make the movie, yeah. so they went out and got a bunch of investors. You know, and investors are coming in and then dropping off, and then these guys would come in, or this this one would would uh, would add more to the percentage that they were giving or whatever. And and I thought that was interesting. But the coolest thing is, is that New Line Cinema is actually known as the house that Freddie built. Yeah, yeah. So New Line Cin- <laughs> uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is not New Line Cinema's biggest film that they've ever done. No, but it was the one that got their feet wet and got them going and uh, it, uh they, they know that what they have an estimate uh budget of what 1.1 million dollars i yeah. think 1.1 million dollars with the budget do we know how much they made in 57 grant? million holy shit i just saw it damn that's a great return oh yeah <laughs> yeah 56 million yeah <laughs> oh anyways i got a little sidetrack so yeah i wanted to tell you i wanted to tell you about the the reasoning behind him being a child murderer over a child molester yeah because i think that's important mm-hmm. so moving on now uh nancy nancy's got the idea she knows what's going on she knows that these are dreams that that can become realities yes and she tries to uh once she figures it out, she tries to let Glenn know, yeah, not to fall asleep. Wait, yeah, because she's gonna go to sleep. Whatever you do, don't, don't fall, fall asleep. asleep. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she comes up with the plan to bring Freddie out of her dream, so that way she's on. Because up to that point, it's only been on his turf, right? So she's gonna bring him on her turf, right? So, because she realized that with the hat, she can bring him out. So, she had to, she wanted Glenn to wait for her to start to struggle and then wake her up. Well, he dumbass fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't, uh, he doesn't, was he supposed to call her or what was he supposed to do? I don't remember, because I know she was trying to get a hold of him and... The dad wouldn't let let her talk to him, and he ends up falling asleep on his yeah, own bed. Yeah, he falls asleep on his own bed. Yeah. yeah. So was he supposed to call her? Is that what it was? That I what think that it was? was something like that. Right on. Um, but yeah, so one of the most gruesome, the one of the most gruesome scenes in the actual oh, yeah. movie when Glenn gets sucked into his bed, and then they just basically shoot all of his blood. He shoots all his blood up on the oh, ceiling. Yeah. So I was looking at pictures earlier today of you know from from Nightmare, and that was one of the pictures that was a it was a still picture, and I'm I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, how do you film that? Oh, you want to know? I know how they did it. Do I do? Because okay. I have an idea. I think I know. They have, but... uh, I 
and they it uh, they had a room built, and they used it for that scene, and they used it for the Tina scene where she was going around. Uh huh. The the room rotated. Gotcha. So the room uh, was upside down, down, and they just dumped the and blood, they dumped and then it okay, down. yeah. I I I wondered. That's what that was going to be my thought as I was looking at the pictures, yeah. like. I'm like, actually, honestly, as I'm staring at the pictures, I'm looking for a fuck up all along the walls because they had all these posters and shit on the wall. And I'm like, there's got to be some fuck up with like the one poster's not right or it's like upside down. It's got to be. And I didn't find one, but that's what I figured was is they, they basically, I, my thought was is they, I didn't realize they rotated the room. Yeah. I thought they just turned the camera upside down. No. And filmed they, it that they, way. Actually, the whole room was built to rotate. Right on. And there you go. So now you guys know, if you didn't know. But if you're a fan, you knew. Yeah. Damn it. But I'm a fan I didn't know. Anyway, so so now with Nancy's all alone, all of her friends are dead. And that's when she jumps in. She's going to bring him out. Yeah. And I think she set an alarm for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. So she falls asleep. She goes in um, just as, the, as she's about to have the alarm go off to wake her up. She yeah. jumps and grabs Freddy and boom mm -hmm. into the real world. He comes, um, was he like underneath the bed or something though? I mean, when she come through, he wasn't like, she wasn't holding him. Was I, she trying to remember? I should have watched the movie again before, <laughs> but I thought I would be all right because I've seen it so many times. Right. But yeah, it was something like that. He kind of thought, I think he, it seemed to me that he started raising up, Right. Beside the bed. And, and then it begins. Then it begins. So she runs him down to the basement, I do believe. Don't they get down to the basement? Yeah. Or? Well, they're going down the stairs, and it turns into like this marshmallow. Right. <laughs> uh, anyways, she gets him downstairs and sets him on fire. And uh, pretty much yeah she runs out too because everybody's still over at Glenn's house dealing with all that because all this is happening yeah. at the same time and uh they come running in they you know get inside the house and they basically find Freddie on fire killing her mom and and they both just stand there <laughs> <laughs> her big bad cop of a dad doesn't do a damn thing he yeah. just stands there and says, fuck you bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's what you deserve um so what happened to Freddie at that point? Because I now I'm having a hard time remembering. Um, she finally realized that his power came from her fear. Uh -huh. So all she had to do was turn her back and not let and not him, fear him and yeah. not fear him, and he vanished. And then she wakes up, walking wakes up. out the front door. Yep, gives Every, her mom a kiss goodbye. All of her friends are still alive. Yep. And she gets in the car into uh, Glenn's convertible. Yeah. And they head off into, like, they're going to school. Oh, or something, yeah. Yeah. And then. All of a sudden, the roof comes down. Up and it's like Freddy's sweatshirt. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see his hand come out of the window of their, of um, the Nancy's house. mom's house, the door, and grabs her mom. and Pulls her through pulls the little through window. The window. Yeah. And then it just pans over to the little girl's. Singing. Singing. Yep. One, two, <laughs> and jump rope. <open>. Yeah. <laughs> so 
it's interesting the Freddie sweatshirt you were talking about is the red and the red and green and and that was another one of Wes's things was is that he had read somewhere that those two colors together are not visually um uh what's the word I want? They're not visually appetizing together. So that's why he went with that color for the sweatshirt and, you know, for the sweater or whatever. But I mean just it's the little things yeah. that you don't think about in that, but yeah, it, it, interesting story. Uh, obviously, and the you know the movie ends, and and you know you know at that point they haven't really done Freddie in. He's he's coming back. You know this is about to become a franchise, yeah. and he's going to become the baddest motherfucker in the world. Now, without getting into it, did, have you seen number two? Uh, yes, Freddie's Revenge. Yeah, did you like it? Not as much. Yeah. No, the best of the best of the series is number three. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, three is by far. After, after three, they start getting a little. Yes, they start getting a little he weird. He becomes the stand-up comedian, basically, is what Freddie <laughs> yeah. has become. I'm your boyfriend now, oh, Nancy. Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, um, three was great. Welcome to prime time, bitch. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, I actually would love to do an episode on three. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We you know, do eventually it. down the line, I'd love yeah. to go back and, and revisit the uh, nightmare three dream warriors. Yeah. Cause I mean, we can, there's so many, so many great lines, but there was a lot of great lines in this one. And we've yeah. actually said it, you know, I'm your boyfriend Good now, now Nancy. Um, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Uh, do you believe in the boogeyman was another one that was like a great line, you know, from that movie. So I just, it's, it's, it's such a really good movie. I don't know. I'm not a big horror fan, horror movie fan, you know, and Bobby loves them. I watched them with her. Uh, I've watched them, I've watched them or she's watched them without me. You know, I've taken to the theater to see them and different stuff like that. Um, this one was one of the few that I just watched over and over oh, yeah. again. It it's was just, a great movie. He, he was, he was one of my favorite. He is my favorite villain mm. as far as, you know, the eighties villains go. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't think because there wasn't a ton of like gore in it, you know, it wasn't, you know, it was a good movie and it had a good storyline and, Boom! You know it was it was what it was, but oh, yeah. And I thought one of the scariest parts is like it's kind of in the beginning when he's walking down that alley, and I think he's chasing Tina, uh-huh. and his arm get real long, right? And going that that kind of scared the crap out of me. <laughs> What's wrong with your arm? What's wrong with your arm? <laughs> yeah, that did kind of freak me out. See, mine mine in that movie was um, the body bag. Oh yeah, you know with Tina when she was dreaming in the school when yeah you know the body bag is like you know being drugged and then all of a sudden she's standing there, you know it rips open and their face is like bloody and it's like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that was a great scene all the way around Nancy running through the hall and the hall hall monitor girl. Um, yeah what is your (laughs) where's your pass well fuck you bitch (laughs) god yeah i i'm gonna uh i was i watched a bunch of trailers and looked at a bunch of photos because i didn't have the time to sit down and watch the whole movie again um damn what a i mean 
I think, okay, so you know why I looked at pictures? Why do you look at pictures? Because I didn't realize going into this that Glenn was played by fucking Johnny Depp. Oh, really? I, it never, yeah. it never dawned Depp. on me. Who, who's Johnny Depp? He's that one guy. <laughs> you might know him from the million fucking films that he does now. Or his band where he's with Alice Cooper and fucking, you know. Uh, or, uh, the, or he started uh, on Joe some Perry. reality show last year that had to do with the divorce and the oh, yeah. with his ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it made me stop and think about that for a minute. Like, he was on a reality show? Oh, yeah. It was just all over the damn place yeah, all the time. But, um yeah, I just I didn't realize that was Johnny Depp. So I did a little bit of digging on that. That was actually his very first movie. Yeah. Actually the very first thing he was ever in. Yeah, he had actually just had um taken a ride there with his friend um the name James Earl Haley or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, cuz yeah, something like that. Uh, I can't remember what his name was, but yeah, he had took a ride. He just rode along with him cuz he was going to try out for the role. And yeah, and Johnny got it because of Wes Craven's daughter. Yeah, she picked him. Yeah. She picked him off of the photo yeah. uh, booth or, or the photo pictures they had laying there. Johnny Depp was not what he what uh, no. they were going for. They wanted some big blonde football player. Yeah, or, yeah, kind of the beach bum yeah. blonde. You know, uh, you know, something like that. But so wait, did did Glenn Glenn's character was he a football player in the in the movie? Ah, uh, he was wearing a Letterman jacket. Right on. So I'm assuming. I didn't know if it was for golf or something like that. Oh, Jackie Earl Haley, not James Earl Haley. Okay, that was the Jackie, buddy's name. Yeah. Then he ended up playing Freddie in... Yeah, the new... Yeah. Yeah, the, the newer remake stuff. remake or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about Freddy Krueger for a minute. Okay. Played by the amazing, amazing Robert England. Oh, man. Um. I think this is uh, – if you go back and – did you bring up uh, – you you were talking about Robert's page a little bit ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Does this one have a list of all of his shit on it? I mean, this guy has been acting since uh, I was actually born because his first thing was in 1974, and, you know, it just keeps going. I did not know that he was in, in The Star is Born yeah. with uh, Christopher Christopherson. Mm-hmm. So what else was he in here? He was in, um, well, he took on A Nightmare in 84. I mean, he's got a laundry list of stuff. Yeah. That, <clears throat> that but I, I think, you know, his first, I mean, where he came into prominence, where people probably know him, is as Willie from V. Yeah, but V didn't actually happen until when? Uh, 83. Was that in 83? Yeah. And then, you know, the sequel, V, the final battle, then V, the series. Right on. Oh, okay. So I got different lists here. So okay, there's B. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny looking at some of the pictures of him, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I remember him. Yeah, because I remember when it came out, and they said because I knew who he was. I know who Rob, who Robert Ingram was because I watched V. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, this guy is like the nice, friendly, sweet, uh-huh. good guy alien on V, <laughs> and he's gonna play the bad guy. That just is not gonna work. It worked. Yeah, I was very wrong. Yeah. And I will I will admit I was way off. Way off. 
uh, yeah, the the laundry list of '80s movies is is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I mean, his career honestly is unbelievable. Um, if you haven't seen him in one of his big movies, there, you know, he Urban Legends or um, Wishmaster or um, uh, okay, listen, 1990. One of my all-time favorite movies he was in. He played the character named Smiley. Hello, hello. <laughs> the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> One of my all-time favorite movies. It's so fucking stupid of a movie. It's great. Uh, it, Andrew Dice Clay. Um, you know, uh, Vince Neil was in it. You know, it was just a great movie. <laughs> Never uh, seen it. <laughs> uh, um, um, shit. Uh, uh, Wayne Newton was in it. Wayne Newton. <laughs> he was the bad guy. Mr. Las Vegas. <laughs> An amazing movie, uh, but the the Robert England character was always one of my favorites. He was uh he was like a hired killer or whatever, and he that was his that was his catch line when he would when he'd be like, Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just I mean, England's yeah. career is yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, he just yeah, he yeah, it's just amazing. I mean and really, you know, Freddy Krueger, it probably was skyrocketing him. And, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he did other stuff, but I mean, now when he's in something, you know he's in it. Yeah, you, know? uh, you know you know him. He, that face is extremely familiar. Um, I love it when he did uh, The New Nightmare and he came back as himself and, yeah. you know, in the, in the actual movie. I thought yeah. that was great. But um, Yeah, and he is only, what I've seen here, one of four... Actors that have played the same character repeatedly, repeatedly, yeah, consecutively. Nice. And then that, I mean, the other ones were like, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, the voice of Brad Dorif from um, Child Play. Okay. He did the voice, um, the pinhead guy, and um, Tobin Bell from the Saul movies. Oh really? Yeah, those are the only so, four. So all horror movie guys, you know, all of those yeah. kept kept their character. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, it's also interesting that you know uh, Nancy Nancy wasn't in Freddy's Revenge, was she? No. She didn't come back until the third, until Dream yeah, Warriors. Yeah, she did yeah. Dream Warriors, and then she did New Nightmare. That, of course, is Heather uh, Lincoln Camp. Yes. God, I loved her. She was great in this movie. Yeah, she I was. mean, just that plain next girl next door. I I was in love with her. <laughs> I I was. I just hey, my buddies all wanted Tina. I was like, all right, I'll take. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll be the wingman and take Nancy. <laughs> yeah, It'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Tina was the blonde, yeah. you know, with little cheerleader type girl, you mm-hmm. know, so. Um, what else can we say about this movie? It has gone on to be a franchise that has that has you know just gone through the ranks over the years. I mean, yeah, yeah. it has it's had it's got its own rebirth, you know, with coming out with uh, the new nightmares yeah. after. Have you seen that one? I'd seen a new nightmare. Yeah. I didn't see anything beyond that. Uh, I enjoyed a new nightmare, but they really started getting into. Uh, when we talk about New Nightmare, we talk about the one from what? Uh, oh crap! What year was that? Is the, it the one where they're actually playing themselves? Yes. 
Yeah, it, like Wes Craven's in it, yeah, you know, in the Max yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the the remake one. No, I didn't. I never went back to watch the, when they rebooted yeah, it. Yeah, with Jackie Earl Haley. And yeah, that's Freddy. I personally, and I know a lot of people will disagree, but I liked it. I they got more deeper into the story of Freddy, right? And well, I and, and that's, I like, and that. that's when they actually made Freddy a pedophile and a child molester in in the newer ones, as from what I understand, right? Well, no, they did that. They did that before because the one where his um, daughter's in, okay, is like five or whatever, and you know. It go back to her having flashbacks of being molested by her dad. Gotcha. You know, so. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I know I've seen a. Uh, I know I've seen a boatload of them. I watched up till. Uh, oh, I've seen them all. I, I watched mm-hmm. up till Freddy's Dead, and then after I watched the new Nightmare after that, and then it was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you know, we're gonna reboot again yeah, and I again them and. All. Uh, did you watch Freddy vs. Jason? I did not. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I mean, it's dumb as hell. And uh, it's very stupid, but I loved it. Right on. <laughs> but that wasn't Robert. That was the other guy, right? No, or, that was Robert. Robert. No, yeah, Robert. Robert was in that one? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, look, it's right in front of me. Freddy, right of Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Um, no, I did not watch that one. I, I just wasn't a Jason fan, I guess. So I just didn't, uh, didn't, didn't really come at me. But is that but, the one where, like, they were... Did they like freaking chain him up and drown him or something or something about the lake? Did Freddy come out of the lake? It doesn't matter. No, you don't have to I think about know. it too hard. No, I can't remember. It's I don't okay. think so. But um, no, speaking of Jason, um, one of the guys that is best known for playing Jason. Um, oh, shit. That was his name. Um, yeah, I had that here, and I know, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he was. He actually was in talk to be Freddy. Right. And all of a sudden, why I can't? Kane Hodder. Okay. Yeah, he, but he didn't. He didn't get the role for whatever because they decided to go with. Yeah, and it's funny because even Wes. I mean, if you go back and di- in deep dive. Uh, Wes wanted the Jason style. Yeah, big. Yeah, and that's why they were talking to him because yeah. he wanted that big burly guy. And uh, I can't remember why he didn't get it, but he uh, didn't he suggest Robert at that point? Or uh, I Robert somebody com- suggested Robert and he was nothing what what Wes was, was wanting. wanting. Yeah. But I guess Robert did some. Uh, yeah, I he guess did he, some stuff he slicked did. his hair back and took some ash, some yeah. cigarette ash, and put it around it underneath his eyes for his audition. And, yeah, and he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he was like, "Yeah, this yeah, is it. This is and, it." Well, uh, no, it, you know what is perfect because you have your Michael Myers, who was a big burly guy. Yeah, you have your Jason Voorhees, who's a big burly guy. You know, so why not? Why not have Freddie as you know? And I think once again. Uh, I think somebody brought this up to Wes when he was when he was working on the casting was is that most child murders are slanky, you know, skinny, yeah. you know, Weasley looking characters and yeah. kind of Robert Ingen kind of fit that mm-hmm. motif. So, yeah, it just it, it just worked out, I guess. Yeah. But um, now Kane Hodder, he did get to play Freddy. He did. Yes. And Freddy goes to hell. 
He with the hand. Oh. He he got he got to wear the the glove. The he glove wore the that glove. came up and yeah. grabbed the mask. <laughs> that was it. Mm-hmm. That was no more. But it's just mm-hmm. his hand and the glove coming out of the. <laughs> I didn't want to throw that out there. I hey, did. Kane, if you're listening, we'd love to have you. Love to have you. Yes. Uh, Robert, if you're listening, we'd oh, love to have we'd you. We'd love to have you. If you're listening, <laughs> checking us out, we've, we've talked. <laughs> we, we've kind of talked. We, we, I, I, we talked to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we, uh, Frankie did reach out, and we did, uh, we did talk to, uh, Nancy. to Nancy. Uh, so uh, maybe if we're lucky. If we're lucky, we'll bring back the next episode, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street Three Dream Warriors, with a special guest. Yeah, uh, you know that would be awesome. That'd be fucking awesome, wouldn't it? That'd be amazing. Uh, I'm not gonna hold my breath on no, that, Frankie, but no, uh, no. you know it is uh, it is a possibility. However, slim, but uh, yeah. so yeah, it's but it's hey. been an interesting few weeks around the Golden Mojo Entertainment Complex with all kinds of weird shit like that going on. But we love it, and uh, we thank uh, thank all of uh, uh, Robert England's people for taking the time to actually email oh, us. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And we appreciate it so much. Thank so, you so much. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, it'd be cool. I'd love it. Um, you know. I'm not going to set the bar too high on that wow. one. I don't think. Uh, I was saying, if you are checking a, it out, Robert, to see if it's something you want to do. Yeah, we hope we've done you. We mm-hmm. hope we've done you right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, in and our it, if you are listening, please contact us and tell us what we can do better. Uh, so you, you want to come on the show? Absolutely, that'd be even better. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, listen, your podcast kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sound like every other podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let's get on out of here, Frankie. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening to uh, Golden uh, 80s. Uh, I got to remember which show I'm on. <laughs> That is terrible. Uh, yes, thank you for listening, to Golden Eighties. Uh, Frankie appreciates your time. I also appreciate your time to listen to us ramble on and talk about our favorite things from the eighties. We've enjoyed doing the Halloween month. You know, we've done Michael Jackson's Thriller, the eighty-two Tylenol Murders, Ozzy Osbourne, and the final installment, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's been a great Halloween. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, we have enjoyed doing it. Oh, it's, yeah. it's been a lot of fun. Oh, wait. Can I? I wanted to point out one thing. Logan. Uh-huh. Halloween 3. It's a great movie. But I just, I didn't feel like it was interesting enough to put on the podcast. Oh. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> I We'll get it. We will get into it another time. But, <laughs> and I'll explain my thoughts on it. <laughs> I, Maybe we'll bring him on Golden 80s and you guys can hash it out. Okay. All right. That sounds like fun. <clears throat> so, yes, thank you for listening to Golden 80s. Uh, if you liked us, uh, go check out our website, Golden Mojo ENT. Uh, there is a tab for the podcast. Uh, it'll take you to all of the podcasts on the Golden Mojo Network. Um Go check out uh, a picture of me and Frankie and a little write-up about us. And, of course, we do have a merch page on there. Go get yourself a kick-ass golden 80s T-shirt or a hoodie or a glass. we got a few items up there. Golden Jay's still working on 
building the uh, catalog in the merch store once everything closes up a little bit uh, as far as you know weekend stuff uh, i'll get back to really kicking ass on getting more merch up there for you guys to check out yeah holidays are coming man hey you never know your daughter might want a golden 80s t-shirt maybe you never know (laughs) even if she don't want one buy it for her anyway (laughs) and then that words of skylar if you like what you heard and you heard what you liked (laughs) i love that line buddy uh go check out the other uh podcasts from the golden mojo empire which include the call guys golden image podcast the United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, A Court of Books and Booze, and Murd Nerds, all part of the Empire. We're all working hard to bring you content every week. And uh, Murd Nerds is coming back yeah. soon, I'm just going to say. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. we've been in awesome. talks and uh, had our meetings, and we have an idea where we're going, and I just don't have an exact date yet. Okay. So. As soon as we know that, boom. Good thing come to those who wait. That's right. So if you're a Murder Nerds fan, it's coming back. It's going to be a little bit different uh, little bit different uh, scenario, but uh, I think you'll like it. So hey, We got something for everybody. Something for everyone. It's true. We got true crime. We got paranormal. We got uh, book clubs. Book. We got uh, pop culture. Sure. We got reviews. Reviews. Interviews sometimes. Interviews sometimes. Uh-huh. 80, 80 memories. <laughs> and those chiefs. Oh, yeah, those oh, sweet, geez. sweet chiefs. <laughs> Frankie's yeah. already working out how he can get a uh, uh, Indiana Colts fans podcast going on. <laughs> no. He's like, I ain't got time for that shit. No. <laughs> No, there's enough Colts podcast out there. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's probably enough Chiefs po- uh, well, podcast yeah, out there. Well, yeah, but not an Indiana Chiefs fan. Good point. Good point. Well, if you ever decide to move, you'll have to start like a California Colts fans. Yeah. Well, there you go. The CC. Welcome to the CC. The California Colts. <laughs> we could start it and just pretend like you're in California. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude. Like California probably kicked me out. Like, get that shit the fuck out of here. <laughs> probably so. All right, guys. We're out of here. Until next week. Later. See ya.